previously on E3. Um, it's the news. We're here with the news about all the E3 facts with senior analysis, Zach, and that- meteorologist, Sarah. Howdy. This might be and the senior most... senior analysis, oh. Ryan. This might be the most tenuous uh, podcast we've done. Uh, And we've done some very, like, barely related things on podcasts before. But I guess this is technically a hero's path. Yeah, I'm going to put this in the hero's path feed. Uh, So if you're not subscribed to the hero's path feed, then you should go look at that feed so you can listen to this. Right. Uh there is Tears of the Kingdom content very technically here. So we are in the clear according to the bylaws. Uh, oh, but I didn't I, read the bylaws. I, I definitely decided, like, I just want to do a podcast about the direct, regardless of what is actually in the direct, just because it's fun for me. And Sarah and I are enablers. Yeah. That's right. And senior analysis. That's right. And meteorologists. Mm-hmm. So what do we got in the direct, guys? It's a, it's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. It's the DLC that they mentioned earlier. Yeah. I didn't if write down the If you're waiting for Pokemon DLC, get ready because it's coming. Uh, it's the Teal Mask and the Indigo Disc, I think. And these reference the new mythical or legendary guys that are appearing a pokemon with a teal mask and i think the indigo disc refers to the shell on the back of the crystal tortoise pokemon i've seen the the pictures of that cool tortoise and that seems like a cool pokemon yeah it is um with all the different type symbols on its back yeah like the magic square that what's his face saw you're, you're gonna have to be more specific, but okay. There was this like Chinese guy who saw like numbers on the back of a tortoise, and they were a magic square. Whoa! In like a myth, a Chinese myth about math, math myth. <laughs> anyway, um, I want to talk about like directs and trailers and the storytelling or information communication techniques in this trailer because. I am. I have. Not, I don't have Scarlet or Violet. I basically know what Pokemon is, but when I see this trailer, it's so many images. Just like here's a character, here's Pokemon hanging out, here's another character, and I know that there are many different aims, like goals for this kind of material they're trying to make me want to play pokemon they're like remember how good pokemon is but they're also trying to tell me what specifically is in this dlc that i want but they're not being like they're not coming out and saying x y and z are in the dlc like any image of a pokemon or of a character could be very intriguing to me if i were enfranchised enough to know why i should care about like 
the Gligars flying around. Are the Gligars special? Were they not there before? Oh, probably. I know that's a thing, because now in modern Pokemon games, they finally got fans to accept the fact that they're not going to put all thousand plus Pokemon in the same game. So when they do these DLC passes, it's like, oh, we added some more of your old favorites in here, too. So that's Um, probably to somebody that's way more plugged in. They're looking at this and able to discern a wealth of information that none of us are able to because I haven't touched a Pokemon game in like 10 years. That's what's so interesting to me that the the exchange of information is so like high level that I can show you a few Gligar for a few seconds. And if you have the right context and you're like, okay, thank you for showing me those Gligar. That's exactly what I wanted to know. And then for other people, it's like, those are, they look like bats. (laughs) And I think, I think the same like techniques play into almost all of these trailers and, uh, maybe I'll talk more about that as we go on because it's something that I'm currently obsessed with. (laughs) Anyway, does anyone give a care about Pokemon? Not so much. Not this one. Did you notice those characters whose thing is that they have locks of hair in the middle of their eyes? Yeah, what does that mean? I think if the if they're in the DLC associated with the Jade Mask, then that might be their way of doing like mm. a mask thing. Like mm. the theme is masks, and my mask is some hair that goes in front of my nose. Mm. I thought it was like a fashion trend. Maybe it looks incredibly dorky. <laughs> if you go to Pokemon looking for cool looking characters, then this is a massive step off of a cliff but if they look dorky on purpose mm. then that's very brave and very successful mm-hmm. you hit the nail on the head yeah isn't that what fashion's all about i don't know what fashion's all <laughs> i don't about. know either i know but i'm not telling <laughs> sonic superstars uh, got announced um, last week, I think. It's a new 2D Sonic, but it's got 3D graphics, but it's going to be much better than the last time they tried that in the mid-aughts. Um, I think Sonic Superstars is a misstep as far as a name because it sounds like every other Sonic game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was waiting. I had to wait for them to say it's a new Sonic game to be sure. By all rights, um, it, it looks has right. And people say... Local co-op. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the paradigm example of local co-op 2D platformer with like different roles? Different roles? I don't know. Um... Hmm. I'm drawing a blank right now. Okay. But by all rights, uh, people say the physics in this looks good, which is like the key thing for doing a Sonic game. The physics looks good. Uh, I guess the people have qualms with the camera, but as long as the physics are good, like that's a. 
Physics for like four player local co op. I mean, sorry, camera for four player local co op is never going to be great. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is when there's more than one character, things get a little dicey. Yeah. What they should do is what um, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean and maybe some other thing, other Lego things did. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where no. Maybe. Oh, it was it was horrible. Um, as long as you were close enough together, you'd be on the same camera, no problem. Oh. When you got far enough apart, it would go in. It would like merge into split screen, mm. and the screen split would be like at a variable angle, and it looked horrible. I and do it know was this. Unplayable. You know. I, it. I, I do know this. I played uh, Lego Lord of the Rings once. Oh, and, and it did the same thing. It does the same thing. Uh, that's what all games should do. It's have just a weird rotating split screen that makes you vomit. <laughs> and speaking of being sick of something, Uh-oh. would you like to do a farming game that also has killing monsters? This was the one that was like free to play, right? They also mentioned yes. that. It's called Palia, and it's a free to play um like mmo style harvest moon but with fighting monsters um really generic looking uh like world and characters the generic lookingness of it was actually kind of interesting to me speak on that uh it just it did seem like people described it as cozy and it did seem kind of like not bold you know, just kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. just kind of there, and I could see myself playing a game like that where you just do life things, and there's, you know, I don't know, but perhaps not this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach, do you have anything to say about this? I'm like googling to remember what game this is mostly yeah. right now. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get so a feel. Many... I, there's. I'm sure there are unique things about this game, but the trailer failed to highlight any of them. Right. Um, I'm intrigued by the idea that there aren't any unique things about this game, and that's the pitch. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess people would have to play it to find out how unique it is. Um, That's a bad business plan. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't sound like good uh, game marketing. Not sustainable. Here's what I want to uh, groan about or whine about. The words in the trailer are, how you live is entirely up to you. And they make the point, like basically any game along these lines does, that you can stay at home and, you know cook or and craft and farm or you can go out into the wilderness and fight slimes and i i heard them say you know you can choose between doing these things and i said can you can you really Mm. choose or is it going to be one of these things where actually you have to engage with all the systems like in stardew valley unless i remember incorrectly it's been a long time but it seemed like stardew valley had this you know go into the mine and fight a bunch of monsters thing uh that you need to do there's no other way to get the resources that are in the mine and so you're not really 
choosing how to live your life, mm -hmm. you're just, you know, there are a bunch of things that you will get around to all of them in sequence. And I think it would be, or I think it is great when sufficiently complicated games allow you to ignore parts of them. That's what I really like about um, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is that I, there's enough to do that I can feel like I'm having a, you know, I'm actually expressing myself or playing the way I want to because I don't have to do all these things that don't interest me. Uh, and so I wonder if Palia is going to live up to the promise that the Nintendo Direct announcer made on their behalf. Hmm. Could yeah. be. But I guess I'll have to play the game to find out. Yeah, I think so. Well, too bad. Oh, I can't do a transition. You're so much better doing transitions than I am, Ryan. Uh, but it takes someone much better at tactics games than me to play Persona 5 Tactica. <laughs> because maybe it's not a skill thing. I was thinking, you know, if if things had gone differently and I had become a Persona fan years ago, then I would be spoiled for choice in the Persona mm. land, and I would be having all kinds of fun fusing Persona. Um, but, like, I can't get into this now. It looks like complete nonsense. Is it too late? Is it is it really too late to get into it? I mean, <sighs> I, I never got into it either, but I always kind of wondered. I, I have too much stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a thing, huh? I know the sensation where it's like, you only have so much time on this world, and you only have so much room in your head. Mm. Uh, I was thinking about how I listen to a lot of podcasts, and through listening to podcasts, you start to accrue knowledge in things that you're never going to engage with. Yeah, I, I know so much about Kingdom Hearts <laughs> that I have learned by listening to various podcasts go off and on about the ridiculous story of Kingdom Hearts. I'm never going to play Kingdom Hearts. I don't have any interest in playing Kingdom Hearts, but that's knowledge that I just have up there now. Mm. And it's, I, I understand the notion to like look at something and be like, I could learn about this, or I can just make my peace with the fact that I'm just not going to do that. But I hear I hear Persona and Shin Megami Tensei in general is very fun, so... To, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I, I mean, like... I, I still, if we go back to previous directs and my feelings about games, I still want to play a cool tactics game. But none of them are, like, making me want to, like, Mario and Rabbids looks dumb. <laughs> uh, XCOM seems like it would be too hard. I Like, nothing is saying, Ryan... Ryan, I, we're a tactics game and we have the aesthetics you like <laughs> and we're going to be easy enough for you and people aren't going to make fun of you. Like, <laughs> I I am waiting for the Killer Tactics app and I'm afraid Persona 5 Tactica isn't it. You're waiting for them to do another Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah. Yeah. O on a long enough timescale, it'll happen again. I guess. I hope I'm still alive. <laughs> Uh, speaking of things from a long time ago that you like because of nostalgia and not because of its inherent value, Myth Force. Play a Saturday morning cartoon. 
but it's a first person roguelike which is wild have we seen a first person roguelike yet hmm. yeah um okay <laughs> void bastards uh which is more of a shooty game than a hack and slash game but that's a first person shooter roguelike where you're like exploring derelict ships and it's all run based cool uh it's really good um, did we talk about that before no i never i don't think i've ever mentioned it before but i played that game a couple years ago and it's real fun cool uh but no uh, but it, does is... it have online co-op no it is not a co-op game at all it is a single player video game myth force has online co-op that's cool mm. and it has like a skeleton there's like a skeleton yeah. character <laughs> always a plus did you all know that in the Japanese Direct, they announced a spiritual successor to nin- Mystical Ninja Goemon game? What? I didn't know that. Uh, I can't find the name of it, though. I was trying to pull it up while we were doing stuff. Uh, I'll just link this on Twitter for everybody, because I don't know. It's going to take me too long to find the name. I put myself on the spot here. What the heck? You're gonna link to it on Twitter? Oh, you can't. You can't link to it now. I can't find the name of this game. Everybody's just calling it the spiritual successor to Goemon. Oh, here it is. Is give me the Mama Tanuki no Bukel. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I it it looks. It's not like a mystical. It's not like a Goemon sixty four like. It's more of a like platformer-ish one snazzy thing yeah Yeah. but it looks good it looks cool don't know if we'll get it but it looks cool well you know what we will get a splat fest (laughs) cool they they didn't even announce dlc i was wrong uh oh that's right we uh, we did a bunch of um predictions for this and um I went through and checked, like, which of our predictions were, like, correct or not. Although, Zach, many of your predictions were just saying, well, I've heard this, and maybe this will happen. And they were, you know, so wishy-washy that they weren't really predictions. Whereas I said, I definitely believe this or that will happen. And I was wrong about basically everything. We'll call this a wash. Yeah, I didn't even make any predictions, so you're doing better than me. No, that means you won. <laughs> wow. The Splatfest is between uh, ice cream flavors. And, of course, name your favorite ice cream flavor right now. Neapolitan. Chocolate? Exactly. But they can't have chocolate in the Splatfest yeah. because then you would be spraying poop around. Mm-hmm. I but didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. You didn't think about that? No. Sarah, did that occur to you at all? It didn't. No, I was just looking at the three that they offered me. (sighs) Okay, well, that undercuts my point. No, I think think it's a valid point. No, yeah, you're right, but... You you can't have a ice cream thing and ignore chocolate, the, like, canonical ice cream flavor. Well, there's chocolate in the mint chocolate. (sighs) That's not the chocolate ice cream flavor, though. It's basically the same thing. No, <laughs> I think it's another huge misstep hmm. for them to do this Splatfest where they're basically dancing around the idea of chocolate. Like, because they know that they're inviting that comparison, 
they should have said, well, then we should do something else. Think of something else for a Splatfest. Is there anything else that you can choose between three of? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't I think, think of it anything. was a bad move. Or just have chocolate in the Splatfest and let people spray uh, brown gunk around and then let them make jokes about it. Yeah, that sounds like fun for yeah. the right players. Right. Um, so put me in charge of Splatoon, <laughs> a game that I know nothing about. But maybe I'll figure it out like a certain detective. Sherlock yeah, Holmes. Detective Pikachu, yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys, do you got to give a care about Detective Pikachu? I care about Detective Pikachu because my friend really likes Detective Pikachu. Are we talking about the game, the movie, or the both? Uh, I believe both. Okay. Do you have a do you have a give a care about the movie? I personally don't because I haven't seen it. Zach, did you see it? I have not played the video game, but I have seen the feature film, and I thought the That's feature film too. was very good. I liked um, it a lot. Uh, I it's a, it is definitely within the realm of thought that I will play Detective Pikachu at some point. So this is exciting. Um, I'm led to believe that the original game ended with kind of a cliffhanger, anyways. Oh, cool. um so them doing more is like delivering on a very old promise essentially which is nice yeah i'm also extremely smitten with the fact that mewtwo just is kind of just like a side character who like gets to kind of casually hang out with the cast um like he shows up to be like the expository like friend character mm-hmm. in this cut in this in this trailer and i okay. like the idea of mewtwo having friends um it, I, I didn't get that impression. Maybe I didn't watch the trailer carefully enough. Just based on the movie and based on him showing up to be like, "Hi, I'm here. I'm it's me. It's me. It's Mewtwo. I'm here to exposit." It's extremely the energy of like a like third rung Sonic character that ends up becoming part of the crew eventually. <laughs> and I like the idea of Mewtwo just being part of the crew because he they deserve that. I didn't like the Mewtwo angle in the Detective Pikachu movie. I really wanted it to be more of a low stakes, like Chinatown thing. Sure. Um, and so when I saw Mewtwo in this, my only thought was, oh, it's going to be high stakes Mewtwo stuff instead of, uh, but you know, it would be very fun and cool if Mewtwo was just a guy. Mm. Mewtwo's just your Edgeworth. Yes. And Wonderful. I, I like that. that. That just sits well in my head. Um, now, I believe that the the animation on Detective Pikachu is basically what it was in the first game, right? Like, he looks the same. It's the same voice actor. Um, and I think there's a problem with the animation because the voice actor is doing a fantastic job of creating this character. But the people animating Detective Pikachu are staying so close to the model of what Pikachu is allowed to look like. Um that it can't be expressive enough to match the performance. And it's like, I don't know. I wish that they would let Pikachu roll his eyes or something like that. (laughs) Sure. So it's a no buy for me based on that choice. 
well, you know, you have to draw Sound a line. Sound effect you have for to, Ryan not buying a game. You have to draw a line somewhere. I guess so. Um, it's easy to be disappointed. And speaking of being disappointed, that was a horrible segue. Ooh, that was not Zach. a good one. Hi. <laughs> what do you got to say about the next game? So they're doing a Super Mario RPG remake, a Smurpig remake, which was very funny when I said that out loud in that little recording thing. And I realized that nobody else on Earth but me and my brother you say Smurpig. <laughs> oh, I got uh, the impression that that was a thing. Okay. I, no, I do. As far as I know, it's just me and my brother who have said that. Uh, since 1995 well that's um, a thing I, 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 it will continue to be a thing for me at least um, yeah they're putting that game out again in a remake form uh, and I, I I was I had a bad day today uh, and I woke up in a bad mood and then this happened and I was already kind of predisposed to be mad about this mm. um, and so I, I, I got a little heated and uh whiny about this but uh i've I've had some time to relax a little bit talk to my friends so i've kind of forgiven my transgressions with this reveal um why am i why am i making belaying this um basically i just don't think it looks very good visually i think that super mario rpg the legend of the seven stars has such a unique art style that does not translate well with the style that they have tried to do. I think that this is the style that makes the most sense for them to do, but I think in a lot of ways it doesn't work. I think it looks cool. I think it looks <laughs> weird and goofy. I think... I like it. I, I want to play this game. I, I, you, you've played this game. That's the thing. I don't, like, whether I actually pay money for this, they have to put in a bunch of new stuff. Because I basically have Smurpig memorized, right? Yeah. Um, they, it seems like combat is different. Um, there are, yeah. people have noticed that some of the attacks are doing things they didn't do before. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you have a big meter on the side that fills yeah. up as you do timed hits that you seemingly get to cash out to do super moves. Ooh. Which is like um, the, the little, the, the very last part of the trailer where a bunch of weird stuff's happening on screen. Those are probably like super moves, like triple text or second. something. Yeah. I we're don't like, remember this part. Where like Gino is like on the rainbow road all of a sudden and Bowser's oh, in the Oh, that card. would make sense. Uh, okay. Those are yeah, all... Yeah, th that would being a triple tech would be awesome. I think that's what they're doing there, which means hopefully they rebalance the game around that because like if you just use the existing game and added the ability to do a triple tech, like the game's already easy enough as it is. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, uh, so that's rad. I really thought that the weird stuff I was seeing was part of like... Uh, section of the game that they were adding. I'm really excited for new Mario content. It could also be that, but it's hard to say. But yeah, I just uh, that all seems good. Um, I just I don't like the visual style. Mm. The problem with it is that like they actually did. If you look at a lot of the individual like enemy models for like the weirder enemies, those all look great. Gino and Mallow look fantastic in this video game, but like 
having these weird contorted versions of like the, the when it's a character that Nintendo cares about like the branding on they like make sure that no 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 that you can't make them look too weird hmm. uh you know Bowser still just looks like Bowser he doesn't look like his weird like chunky face version from the SNES version um but well, also it's just too smooth <laughs> like the motion is too smooth and the UI is but, oh go ahead but Zach don't you want to see Culix in 3D no be neat, instead of all pixely no I want to see that in HD if they if they do that somebody else was saying somebody else said this to me but uh they should just do HD 2D but only for Culex. That would be funny, but no, I want to I want to see the full 3D model of Culex. That defeats the purpose. The whole joke is that he's this 2D character that got that is in this like, you know, for Super Nintendo 3D world. It would completely ruin the joke. You can do a new joke. Hmm. But I like That's, the jokes. I really wonder if they're going to change the localization at all. I People are speculating about that, and they extremely did not show any dialogue. Um, right. I bet, based on how they did the Link's Awakening relocalization, yeah. that it'll be as faithful as they're comfortable doing, but with, like, changes where there could potentially be improvements. Or when they're taking out the Bruce <laughs> Lee mention. Um, probably like, take out Bruce Lee. And, like, more clarity um, in some lines and stuff like that. But, like, um, I left my bazooka at home. Oh, that better be in there. <laughs> uh, I think... I, I don't want them to change anything. I think that, like, all the... Like, Mario RPG famously has a completely bizarre localization. Uh, because the original tr- Japanese had a bunch of pop culture references that were very, very much of like that exact year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so they got translated into stuff that just doesn't make sense, specifically with Mallow's psychopath power uh, yields a bunch of text that is just nonsense. And I don't know. I, I When I put it that way, Mallow's psychopath, those messages you get kind of fall in the same category as text that you get from Cuke Man in Link's Awakening, which they did change while they were not changing everything else. Does that track? Mm. Does that seem kind of the same? I think so. Zach? I'm not sure. I keep going. I'm not sure if I follow you exactly, but keep going. Well, I think that that means that like when they get to this kind of text that's on the fringes of the game, um, they might feel more justified in relocalizing that. Um, I mean, maybe. Yeah, also, like, like bonus stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm increasingly interested in this, like, purely intellectually and not really wanting to play it, but wanting to find out or seeing how they solve the puzzle of re-releasing this game. Mm. I will agree that Princess Peach's proportions look stupid, but a weird little, like, squished Mario, I'm a fan. 
Yeah. I I I guess two more things and then We this is this is the main topic of okay. the direct. We okay, can well, talk about this. Let as me long get a couple more things in then. One, my other big gripe is that the UI is terrible. I hmm. genuinely hope that this is like a placeholder UI because it's bad. It is just not good looking. Super Mario RPG had a really evocative and cool UI that this has completely discarded and it makes me sad. It if they're going to base this game like the new the new thing of this combat around building a meter, they need to make that meter look cool hmm. and it does not look cool right now. So, I'm going to like hope and conjecture that this has to be like early placeholder UI stuff. Hopefully enough people will say it doesn't look cool that they'll get the message make some changes. Um, yeah. On the positive like the Sonic okay. movie. Yes. That just like the Sonic movie. <laughs> They should put Sonic into Super Mario RPG. I got, a ROM, I got a ROM hack idea. Um, on the positive, we did get uh, Yoko Shimomura back in the studio, so I'm going to listen to so much of this new soundtrack. The music is fantastic. Yes. I'm going to listen to this soundtrack over and over and over again. Absolutely. It's, I, like, it's rad. I, I really want to buy it, but, like, again... I'm not going to buy just a plain old remaster and adding triple text probably isn't enough to make me want to, I, I want to like play an extra level or something. I, I have to mm. imagine they'll do some more stuff. I, th I think they will, but I don't think, I think for me, I think I'm going to be clean on this one. I like, obviously there's time and they could easily drop a trailer where they play exactly the right song with exactly the right, like visual on the screen to hook me but i think as of right now i don't think i'm gonna get this i don't think mm -hmm. i need it i yeah. still haven't oh go ahead i'm sorry i i i probably wouldn't either but i am happy that probably a lot of people will play this game who didn't know it that's, that's, a, no, that that's part nice. makes me really happy they, this is one that they have never made it easy to play um and it deserves a bigger audience it's a really yeah. fun cool game it's Sarah, that's a much healthier attitude about it than I have. So good job. Aww. Yeah, it's hard when uh, old favorites. Uh, yeah, it's hard with old favorites. It's weird, too, because like I I kept comparing this to the Link's Awakening remake in my mind because they yeah. are two games that I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, totally. The Link's Awakening remake was like, no, I will get that. Hmm. Uh, and then this I'm like, I think I have to draw the line here. But, you know, but that's like that's like half a year away. Who knows? They're mm -hmm. going to come out and be like, we're also adding in I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'll be like, <laughs> all right, well, now I'm in. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do we have I anything spent the else? last like full minute waiting for you guys to say something that I could tie to the next game and you didn't give me anything. The next game is Princess Peach does something. What a mysterious <laughs> game. I gotta say that, like, some of the editing in this direct is, like, baffling. Yeah. Whoever's doing it now is, uh, like, there's so many weird cuts between segments. Like, later on, there's a game. Uh, I'll, I'll spell it out when we get there. But there's there's some weird, weird. Okay, no, tell me what specific editing choice you're talking about here. I feel like. We're going to get to a WarioWare game later, and there's, like, a segment... No, I mean here. Oh, here? What are you talking about here? 
with when we t- discuss Princess Peach does. Oh, something. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the host segments when Koizumi yeah, okay. and Kena Takahashi are there, uh, and like they're doing their in between banter, but they're like yeah. the the timing on it seems off. Mm. In a way that's very noticeable to me. I'm just like that. Just seems like they didn't time this very well. Yeah, if you cut that up, if you like cut off the little standing there waiting for the, them to start talking, if you made that a lot tighter, then they would look a lot better. Because hmm. they're not like skilled performers, obviously. Yeah. But they would be so much funnier if you know things were tighter. Um, also, they need to. They someone apparently no one is directing this because someone needs to tell them to snap their fingers the same way. I think it's Takahashi <laughs> is like snaps his fingers but doesn't point out his finger. That's, um, bad, that's bad for the brand. That's bad branding. <laughs> Koizumi, is that right? Koizumi is the is the guy on the right. Correct. And he he can he's actually snapping and pointing out the finger and like giving real dynamism to the presentation not everyone knows how to snap that's so true do you think that keita takahashi can't really snap his fingers and is just moving his hand and they add the snap in post well they're not snap sounding (laughs) sounds so yes Okay. Something like that. Oh, it's not Keita Takahashi. Keita Takahashi is the Katamari guy. What, what name is this guy? Hold on. Left guy. Of course, from his perspective, he's right guy. So mm. he thinks I'm saying that he's Koizumi and he's good at snapping his fingers. Uh, I don't, I'm going to pull up the direct while we figure this out. Meanwhile, uh, they are, they're doing a new Princess Peach game. A new Princess Peach game where, uh, like... She is casting spells, and it seems to be, like, the... Well, no, okay. From this trailer, we can infer that it takes place on a stage, and it's all about transforming the scenery on the stage, and also changing her costume. Uh, They really think that we'll get excited that her costume is changing. Uh, But, of course, they're showing us ten seconds of stuff from a game that barely exists. So, maybe it's a you know, a tactical turn-based strategy thing. It could be anything. Yeah. Shinya Takahashi. I was, I had the wrong guy. Okay. Um, so it, it could cool. be a cool game. It does, it does yeah. look cool. And being on a stage is pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of Princess, I, I like the idea that, um, of Princess Peach getting her own game. Yeah is always good um the idea the kind of implication that i don't want to say is a like a promise or anything or it's only my inference that her uh her method of like interacting with the world and having progress will be entirely non-violent as opposed to Mm. mario jumping on things and making them explode Mm -hmm. i think that's a good like a good angle for peach uh you know, I think that that allows for creating a really interesting sort of thing for her to do. Um, mm. But, like, I might just be assuming that it might be an FPS. <laughs> it could be. It, you know what? Maybe 
the the only reason that the camera is even tracking the princess in this footage is because you the player are tracking her with your sniper rifle waiting for the right moment oh my gosh yeah i mean it's that's possible. my prediction wow I think it's probably just her hobby is like acting or, you know, that's uh, stage managing that's, or something. Yeah. Because she's got to do other stuff when there's no like adventures to go on and people threatening her kingdom. Yeah. I So I'm excited about this as as I mean, of course I am. There's nothing, <laughs> no reaction to have except Ooh, that looks cool. Yeah. Um. Now, my one correct prediction yes. was that they would do more Luigi's Mansion instead of more Punch-Out. In contrast to I, all I was doing was saying the opposite of what Zach said. And I was right. Except it's not a new Luigi's Mansion. Uh, it's just uh, they're putting Dark Moon Luigi's Mansion 2 on the Switch. It was previously on the 3DS. And this is not that exciting. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 was fine. Hmm. But... I think both the first game and the third game are better. I have not played either of the sequels, and I didn't get very far in the first. Uh, this this uh, entry on the list uh, marks the beginning of a segment of games where I say, that's not already on Switch? <laughs> <laughs> Which will go on for some time here. Um... Batman Arkham Trilogy. Were you going to say that about Batman? I know what I saw for Batman was somebody made like a joke leak and it was on there. And then when it showed up for real, I'm like, wait, what? That's that's strange that you would make that a joke. Hmm. I think that maybe people knew about this and I just had not crossed my like eyes. So maybe it wasn't a joke. Maybe this was a no known thing. I don't know. Or the joke was that everyone knows that it's there's no point announcing it because. Well, on a joke <laughs> leak, you also include things that are like reasonable. Mm-hmm. Oh, to, okay. For joke like, pacing. To for joke pacing <laughs> and to like get the unlikely person that might just happen to run across this and not know any better. Okay. And then when you're expecting that Chrono Trigger remake. And Batman Arkham Trilogy shows up on your screen. You're like, oh, it's going to happen. I love Kevin Conroy, RIP, his performance of Batman. Um, I never played any of these Arkham games. I'm not really interested in playing a game that's as, like, looks like this. Um, It does look like that. It really looks like that. Mm. And it's, like, if you grew up with... (laughs) Conroy's performance of Batman and Mark Hamill's uh, performance as the Joker. Uh, I mean, I I guess lots of people have spent years playing these games and getting used to it. But to me, it just seems completely bizarre to have those voices attached to these, like, visual depictions. You know what I mean? You are correct. It is a dissonance that exists there that people, when these games were first coming out, uh, overcame because they liked those performances so much basically and that was like the style of the time was to have everybody be super super muscular people yeah um, and shiny 
that first the rain one, is glistening on every surface. Absolutely, the first Exhausting. one of those I really enjoyed. Um, oh, yeah. It's a, it's kind of just a really good self contained Metroidvania. Okay. Uh, but then they're all open world after that, so who cares? <laughs> open world games, fair. Gloomhaven. Spe- oh, good. I was about to do the one after that. Uh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of how gloomy Gotham City is, uh, Gloomhaven, the uh, board game that everyone loves. I, I don't think I've played it. I don't think I've played this game, but people do like it. People freaking love this game. Yeah, I'm um, excited for them. Yeah, uh, I, I think specifically this game has got to be a lot cheaper than the board game, right? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think there's there's a lot of people who maybe because they don't have the money for the cardboard edition, or maybe because they don't have friends to play with, um, they're gonna get to finally play Gloomhaven this way. So that's cool. Even people that have that as an option do enjoy playing digitally. I know some mm-hmm. people that are like fiends that need to be constantly playing stuff and. Yeah, they'll be like at a board game uh, event, uh, also in the in the beats between turns, playing a different game on their phone. Well, I don't know if we should encourage that, but <laughs> that sounds like a problem. But I'm they're not here for me to yell at them, so what's the point? I I don't again. It's not cute enough. I don't want to play all these games where everything's dark and wrinkly. <laughs> I want to play something cute. But if you go too far in the other direction, I don't want to play that either. Just Dance 2024. Too cute? It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I obviously, no one ever wanted me to play this game, and... I've got good news for everyone. I don't. (laughs) Perfect. Speaking of a lull, Silent Hope. I feel very good that we all understood that one. Good. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's some kind of roguelite thing um, where you, like, build a village and you go into the pit to you fight monsters and you come back and you build stuff and there's a gameplay loop i actually am impressed that (laughs) the trailer is like here's the gameplay loop you know how those work here's how this one Hmm. works um also your guide on this journey is the kingdom's sorrowful princess encased in a crystal of her own tears (laughs) that's pretty good I don't remember any I, of this. I don't remember any of this. So you, I'm hearing this for the first time right now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have anything to say about this game if the narrator hadn't said that the princess is encased in a crystal of her own tears. And I want to congratulate whoever sent in that copy to Nintendo. Like, here's what I want you to say about our game, uh, because no one else has the courage to put any actual interesting writing in any of these trailers you know what i mean the trailer guy is just going Mm -hmm. to say it's a game where you outwit foes and upgrade your stats to outwit even greater foes 
Um, but then the Silent Hope writers, despite writing a game about a world bereft of words, have managed to inject poetry into the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, that was a surprise. So. I was thinking a lot about how they go about producing these and how they must just get all manner of different kinds of trailers and how they like have to like if somebody provides something that's like got like how how you piece that together and how some things we're gonna add a nintendo narration over and then some things we have to put the little title card in the corner because at no point does it show the title in the demo that was sent the trailer that was sent to us and yeah because they must send out to the studios like here's the format for what you send in for the direct right or do the does the studio say uh, here's what we have of our game? Yeah, I think. And it's, then, mm-hmm. yeah, I think someone it's that. at Nintendo has to cut it all together. Yes, and I think that the person at Nintendo has a, a probably not enviable task of like trying to be like, well, okay, this is a cool trailer, but there there's no identifiable information of what this game is. So now I've got to put a little title card in the corner, and I've got to do a narration over it to like make people understand what they're looking at, even though like. I know what it is because I've been communicating with these people for months. You know what, though? I don't think it's one person doing all that. I think that if you... And this really is a review of the Direct more than it's us caring about any of the individual games, isn't it? That's so true. Um, Hmm. uh, I think that if you go back and watch very, very carefully, I think you might be able to support the notion that these trailers are being edited by different people. Hmm. Yeah, probably. I'm sure it's a team. Okay. Yeah. But, it, like, no one on that team has a fun job. No. Except for the person who gets to write that the kingdom's sorrow for princesses is encased in a crystal of her own tears. Which is... I want to I want to steal that for my own game and have a princess encased in a crystal of her own tears. I can't do that. Because now there's a paper trail. Mm. I'm on record saying I love this sentence that someone else wrote. Uh, how can I change it around and get away with stealing this concept? Speaking of stealing concepts, have you heard about farming? Uh, yeah, I, I only like to farm just farming and not having cool adventures in a fantasy world. Well, guess what? There's uh, Fae Farm exists. It's, um, one, it's one of those. You understand that... Fay Farm, we were making fun of for the September 2022 Direct. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, no. this one, I think, has been featured in the three most recent Directs. And my question, since I recognize this one, was like, how long do we have to wait for this game to come out? It doesn't look like the kind of thing that takes a really long time to put together. I just want to see more and more trailers and... Just enjoy the the anticipation. <laughs> That'd be um, a cool, yeah. like, running gag. Oh, yeah. Although, Faye Farm wouldn't be the game to do that. I guess I, I, yeah. I, I was so, like, confused by how long Faye Farm is taking that I went on Twitter and I just searched, you know, Faye Farm sort by recent to see if anyone gives a care about this game and of course, since there was just a trailer for it, people are excited. Um, no one is saying, Ugh, Fae Farm, 
gross. I don't want to farm and have wings. And then I went back and looked at the original trailer to see if there was any, like, if they had updated something. But no, it's just, it's just the same hmm. stuff. Like, I really... I honestly struggle to understand what what in Fae Farm makes people say, oh, I want to play that version of this, that there's, you know, a dozen different games that are doing the same thing. Again, it isn't... What was the other one? Oh, it was the other... <laughs> it was the other one of these generic games that are all just doing the same fight slimes, but also farm thing. Some people and probably want to play all of those games. I guess. Yeah, no, I'm them. What, what makes you pick Palia over Fae Farm? Or what makes you pick mm. Fae Farm over Palia? I definitely think there are people out there that like this kind of game mm-hmm. and will try every one that comes out mm-hmm. and mm. like trying to find the one that hits just right. And for I'm each, no. each, each individual, individual person has their own like criteria of what works. And so Fae Farm might be the thing no, for somebody you're absolutely right mm-hmm. yeah. you're absolutely right but how do i know from these trailers which one is the one for me is mm-hmm. it just an art style thing I don't, I don't think there is a thing i think it's just the the idea that okay there's another one maybe this will be the time that it'll work yeah I mean... okay but but no i I'm, I'm i'm asking the question for the people making the trailer why are you making the trailer this way where i don't know what the difference between your game and the other one is hmm that's a good question. Right because in. If, if, yeah, please. <laughs> if Fae Farm has some unique mechanic or, you know, just a quality of life thing, uh, then this would be the place to, if not say out loud, this is the one where you can do this, then to imply that with half a second of footage. But... I guess if we were connoisseurs of this genre, then we would uh, be able to detect from this limited yeah. footage. Oh, finally, they're going to have this fishing mechanic, mm-hmm. which I hate the other version of fishing. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe it's just not a trailer for us. We we don't get out of it what some people would. Yeah. Or maybe the which audience is the point I was games. making earlier. <laughs> maybe the audience for these games don't find out about them through this this format they they find them other ways but they still but have to have a trailer what, do, what are they doing in the direct yeah. that's that's a central question that we want to ask and never answer what is the point of direct what does the direct mm. accomplish well you have to have a balance of different games and like different types of games different familiarity oh. popularity they don't want to have all like the same type of thing no but they do want to have two of these yeah Speaking of two, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged. So cool. Just drive that Hot Wheel around on a track. Make your own friggin' track. Heck yes. Seems cute. Zoom. Do a power. Sure. Um, And because it's Hot Wheels, you can have, like, the James Bond car versus the ambulance versus the Maserati. Do you remember in um, Beetle Adventure Racing how you could unlock the police beetle? Mm. And then you could run your siren and during the race, and that would make the 
computer opponents pull over so you can Whoa, pass them. Oh, that's not fair. No. <laughs> but that's life, I guess. Yeah. Uh, some things are inescapable. Some things always come back. Like how Cooking Mama comes back as <laughs> manic mechanics. I thought Is this that... was going to be a car transition, but... What the heck was that transition? I was really starting from z and trying to work back to a huh? is is this what cooking mama is like i've never played a cooking mama oh wait not cooking mama what am i thinking overcooked, overcooked. yeah it's overcooked <laughs> yeah which um, is fun <laughs> i wrote my notes were cooking mama for boys but it's actually overcooked for boys hmm. um, i've got some friends I that think have been that's doing... gotta be the you've got some friends what oh i was just saying, I, i've got some friends that have been playing overcooked and i keep not being available to play with them and it hmm. sounds really fun so it this is, is probably really also really fun. Yeah. It also sounds, yeah, I mean, like, it does seem kind of weird. <laughs> it doesn't seem like something of the year 2023 that we're like, How are, uh, our cooking game is great, but it's not attracting the right audience. What can we do? Uh, what if it was about uh, slaying dragons? Uh, no. Um, uh, killing psychopaths in Gotham City. Fixing cars. Yeah. Mm. Like the burly um, uh, lumberjack crowd needs a fast-paced problem-solving game to play, so they're going to fix cars. I don't know. It's, it's very strange to me. It's also much more natural to think about, like, diegetically, you know? Like, working in a restaurant versus yeah. this idea. I don't think... I, I'm not a mechanic, but... Don't you have to like take your time and make sure things are correct? And like you I don't really want to be rushing them out like the door. The customer is like tapping their fingers yeah. and you know, their mood meter is going down with each individual second that it takes longer for you to <laughs> fix a car. Unless this was a race uh, like a race pit crew situation, right. which, which is not okay. Is, is it's it? it's not that because that makes complete sense. Yeah, that that would make sense. I wonder if it began life as that, and then someone pointed out that in a racing game, or like a racetrack game, it's not very fun for you to be the one fixing the car and then watch someone else race the car around. <laughs> they could have done both. Yes. Okay. That's a game. Yeah. That's cool. Two Let's player. Yeah! I... I <laughs> Has there ever been a two-player game where it's player one does something and then they need to take a break and so now player two's game turn to do some to do something for player one so that player one can get back to playing? I don't think so. I I don't think that makes sense as a game. But it does in this situation. Kind of, except. We all You'd still breaks. always have one person not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're time. right. Maybe you would alternate, like, alternate roles. Yeah. If you drop off your car at the pit to be fixed and you jump into your other car, you do yeah. a lap. Now that's cool. Yeah. Or do pod racing where the pit crew is on your pod racer while you are racing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Different role. This is some. I hope we remember these ideas after, <laughs> after this recording session. 
Um, Zach, you didn't predict that there would be DLC for Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I don't think I remember that that game existed. Well, it does, and it's getting some DLC. I thought we already did all the DLC. Did they put Rayman in this game at some point? I think I remember them saying they were going to put Rayman in the Rabbids game. Rayman was going to hang out with Mario. I don't remember that, but I do not care. Yeah, me neither. But somehow that is more important than anything else that was on the screen in my head. So that's all I got. I can think of something that you do care about. What is it? Is it Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince? Like conceptually, yeah. Um, I've been thinking for a while I want to try playing a Dragon Quest Monsters, but I'll probably just play one of the Game Boy ones. This one looks mm. nice, though. Yeah. Seems fun. More monsters. Yeah. Fusing monsters to make cooler monsters. I'm really into the idea of playing a game, like a, a, a monster training game that's not Pokemon, because mm-hmm. I've definitely played enough Pokemon in my time that I, I know what that game's like. Yeah. Um, I tried playing Temtem, finally. Uh, which is the one where it's like, what if we make our own Pokemon? And it's too much like Pokemon for me oh, to want to. It's like, hmm. I'm, I'm sure it's if you're somebody that's plugged in enough to Pokemon that the minor changes to it are probably really appealing. But for me, I'm like, I need something that's just same vein, same kind of game, but like it needs to be formed from a different cloth. So that's fascinating. Yeah. So something like this is appealing. Hey, Getting Ryan. Pikmin 4. Yeah. T- t- tell me about Pikmin 4. There's going to be Pikmin 4. It's real. It's coming out in like a month. Mm. Exactly. I can't deal. Um, what we found out this time around is that uh, you can train Poochie so that he ain't so stupid. You can give him powers. You can increase his power to swim. Or in, that, One really cool thing is, is I'm analyzing the footage. And the dog, who I'm just going to call Poochie. Yeah, I'm just going to call him Poochie. I don't remember um, the name, so you're, you're in the His clear. name is Ochi. Oh, okay. Ochi. Hmm. Um, you add him to like, hey, start carrying this thing with those Pikmin. And he counts as three Pikmin for carrying purposes. And I'm like, okay, that's good to know. But then there is a screen of, you know, the upgrade interface and you actually uh, when he levels up, you can like skill tree him up to be stronger and count as more Pikmin for carrying purposes. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. And I guess there's like crafting equipment and stuff. I guess there is much more of a sim element to this one. And um I was think I said in my predictions that Pikmin 4 is going to be an open world with a day-night cycle because I knew that they had hinted that it's nighttime and you actually have to care about it being nighttime, whereas mm-hmm. normally in Pikmin you just leave the planet when it's nighttime. And I thought, well, that might be a thing. If you can't leave the planet, you would have to be around at night and deal with that. Uh, it doesn't look like that. There are night missions and or night expeditions that have like separate rules which is a fine way of doing that i guess and featured during these night expeditions are glow pikmin pikmin that are 
Radioactive Ghosts, which is a great comfort to many Pikmin players who are worried that when our Pikmin died um, by being chomped to death by a Bulborb, that they just ceased to exist. We find out that, no, they go to a better place, nighttime, where they can float around and give radiation poisoning to monsters. I liked... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool when you put it like that. Good world building. Yeah. I liked when you're inside of a house. That oh, looks yeah. cool. I was like, mm. that's cool. That's pretty exciting. They've done, like, interiors. Oh, really? In, well, kind of. Um, because there were caves in other Pikmin games, of course. Um, and when you went into a cave, sometimes you would be in... Like, it's a, like, bathroom-themed cave, and there would be bathroom tiles and stuff. But the camera was always from the top down, and it was always very enclosed spaces. Um, and so just the fact that they're moving the camera... I think I said this about the original um, teaser, that the camera was just a little more horizontal so that you could see further up and it changes your idea of the whole Pikmin world. Um, and then when you do that in the interiors and you can see like the walls and the ceiling of a room, that's a very, very, very cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I wish there was more to say about Pikmin 4. One of the highlights of the thing but uh, I don't know. They're just making it look cooler. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 are on the Switch now. Those are uh, also two games that I thought were already on the Switch. <laughs> Not me. I knew that they were on the Switch. And I guess it. Uh, they're HD versions. I guess it's pretty easy to do an HD version of Pikmin... I guess. Shouldn't you just be able to take the same files and export them at higher resolutions? Is that how video games work? No idea. Well, you know what didn't get up res? Metal Gear Solid Remaster or Master Collection. It's not a remaster collection. It's a no. master collection. Not um, a remaster. <laughs> no. Big difference. It all looks extremely authentic to 1997 or whatever, and it's chunky as all get out. Well, for the one, well, yeah, it's it's like three different main games and then a bunch of side content. It seems like it's a good package. People are pretty happy about like all the extra I, stuff so they put in there. Much stuff, yeah. And they call it Volume One. Yes. What can they possibly put in a Volume Two? The other games. This is only some of the games. Jeez. This is the first three games. Uh, so there's a looming threat of a volume two that has like the subsequent. Well, depending on where they divide it, there's at least three more games. Um, one of which the, these three are ones that are easy to put on other stuff. Uh, the Metal Gear Solid four is the one that's only available on the PlayStation three and nowhere else. And so people are like, steepling their fingers together to wait and see how they solve that problem. Hmm. 
that's a it's it's a non-trivial challenge to put that game on other hardware. So, uh, but that won't happen till 2025 probably. <laughs> Uh, those look, you know, it seems like it's a good collection if you want to play those, if you haven't played those already. Um, for me, not having played any of this, it was kind of overwhelming to see just how much stuff they are willing to release all at once in one big thing. Is it, it's a price tag, like $200? <laughs> I didn't look, but I assume it's just 60 Jeez. You know what else is overwhelming? All those guys attacking your guy in Vampire Survivors. <laughs> I was watching this on 1.25 speed, and I forgot. And I was like, man, this looks hard. I've not played this game. That's really good. Uh, you got to really practice to get good at this one. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's still difficult, but... I found... it, it looks really difficult at 1.0 speed. Yeah. I, I've tried this game, and I found it overwhelming. Uh, but not, like, super overwhelming, but, like, you really have to figure out what you're doing. Uh, also a game I thought was already on Switch. <laughs> um, okay, if you've already played this, maybe you can answer this question. Uh, does the title refer to vampires who are survivors or people who have survived mm, vampires? Good question. I think your characters are all people who are trying to survive a vampire onslaught. Okay. But instead of, like, a bunch of individual vampires, it's a bunch of vampire minions attacking you. I guess maybe eventually vampires attack you. I've not gotten that far. Hmm. Wow. Because at one point, it looks like you're a Grim Reaper, like, attacking mobs. Oh, pro probably. I, there's a lot of... It's one of those games where it's like, you do a run, and if even if you don't make it all the way through, you get currency to unlock more stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so, I know there's a zillion characters, so there's probably, cool. like, a Grim Reaper character you can unlock. Mm. That's fun. Yeah. You know what else is fun? Rhythm games, yeah, Cute and also games. and also games that are multiplayer online. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, a multi online multiplayer rhythm game sounds like a contradiction in terms, doesn't it? Yeah, but not with Headbangers Rhythm Royale, <laughs> where it is not you don't actually have to be in perfect sync with other people because it takes that into account. Because of how the game works, apparently. I don't know, it looks cool. Looks uh, cute, is what I wrote. Uh, but when... Uh, for some reason, what my notes say is... Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Cute. What are they leading up to? Is it Metroid Prime 4? I think this was... <laughs> after they... Like, after they've revealed Super Mario RPG and Pikmin 4... It's like, what else can there... Why is there 10 minutes left in the presentation? Mm. Why are why are we getting Headbangers Rhythm Royale after Pikmin 4? What the heck? But what they're leading up to is Penny's Big Breakaway. <laughs> uh, this looks cool. It looks really cool. This is the Sonic Mania... Well, they say that in the direct, but it's the Sonic yeah. Mania devs. Uh, and this game looks sick. I'll, I will play this mm. game. The movement looks... Like, you know, some Mario level nonsense of jumping all over the place and doing ridiculous things. It looks more fun than the movement in that Sonic Superstars. Um, like, as far as a jump around yeah. like a mm -hmm. little toy game, this looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks real good. I'm excited. I'll play that. 
Is um, the yo-yo a character? That's what I was unsure about. It seems like the yo-yo is like one of those sidekick things that like is has like dog level intelligence and is a character kind of seems that way. Yeah. Intriguing. Yes. Well, we'll find out about the lore of Penny's Big Breakaway when it releases on something something Uh I wasn't paying attention to many release dates except for Super Mario RPG. That's November 17th. Um, and then when I was looking at the whole thing a little later, I saw that something else was releasing on the 17th. It might have been Persona Tactica. I'm not sure. Hmm. But I was like, why would you want to share a release date with Super Mario RPG? <laughs> um, speaking of Mario... That guy. And Deluxe Editions. Yeah. Get ready to play in a bathroom like in Pikmin with squeaky clean sprint in the track of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's the track that they're adding. I think you're... Um, <laughs> I think your prediction might have been that they were going to add multiple tracks with this one. I mean, they will add multiple tracks, but they only showed I, one. But that's what I mean for this uh, trailer. Oh, maybe. I don't remember. For, for this direct. I think I, you said tracks. I probably said tracks, maybe, plural. Uh, you might have just said Mario Kart DLC. I don't know. Um, I think I said levels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is not the same thing. but They are levels. Yeah. Um, and they're adding characters. PD Piranha. Which I Dude. would... Eh. Uh, Wiggler seems like a weird pull. <laughs> and Kamek, who the announcer calls Kamek. But it's I, Kamek, right? I I mean, in Japanese, it's probably Kamek. Right. Because Turtle's Kame. So it's probably mm-hmm. Kamek, but nobody in an English-speaking territory has ever said the word Kamek before. Well, and... This is a unique occurrence. the Mario movie... Did he get called by name in that, or was he Magikoopa? Sarah, have you seen I, the no. Mario movie? I, I have would also... hope there was consistency, though. I have not seen the Mario movie. Oh, okay. Um, it's messed up that they announced that Kamek is in this game from Mario Kart Tour. Kamek was stuck being in Mario Kart Tour before being in a real Mario Kart game. Well, he um, he was on he was an almost ran because he was almost in Mario Kart sixty four. I you're telling the wrong person because <laughs> I've known this for years uh-huh. and I keep thinking that he should be in Mario Karts and he's I I have a real soft spot for soft spot for Kanek for some reason and um, so it's it's messed up. I also what were we looking at where we were like deducing that they would have to put in Funky Kong. I feel like this was a discussion at the last direct and I looked at the list of who they can bring back and I was like, well, it's got to be Funky Kong. There's no one else. Have they put, is Diddy in the game? I don't actually remember. Diddy, I think is like, you know, original or not original, but he's in the base game of Mario Kart 8, I want to say. Because you got to get him in there before you put any further Kongs. Sure. He's a Smash Brothers character. Smash Brothers characters get precedence. Yeah. Um, is Diddy uh, Kong in the Mario Brothers movie? As like a cameo, he doesn't have like okay a role. Uh, That's fine. I'll, I'll I will accept that. I just needed to know. 
I'm looking at this chart, Diddy Kong, Diddy, Diddy Kong, what on earth? Is this right? <laughs> Diddy Kong wasn't in Mario Kart 8, and he's not in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. He is in Tour, and in Mario Kart Wii, and in Double Dash. But I just assumed, like so many characters, I guess, you're just like, oh, I, I could have swore it was in Mario Kart 8. Like Birdo. Um, or this would be a fun uh, a fun game to play on the podcast. I name a character and you like until you guess whether mm. this person is in Mario Kart 8 yet or not. Um, Pac-Man. No. Mm-mm. That's correct. Uh, Bowser Jr. Yes. Bowser Jr. is only in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. He was that's not in I Mario mean. Kart 8. Really? Okay, okay. No, I... I well, I, that's, what I, that's why I say, like, <laughs> it's... <laughs> uh, Koopa Troopa. Uh, is, yes. Um, Baby Rosalina. We don't get to know. Oh, sorry, sorry. Koopa Troopa is in Mario Kart 8 and Deluxe. Um, who did I say? Baby, Baby Rosalina. Rosalina? That that is in the case. That yes. that is the case. That, she is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't okay. say that if it was a no. Uh, Pauline. Did they? Did they? I. Mm, I don't think they've added Pauline to Mario Kart Eight yet. Uh, Sarah, what are you gonna? I say? don't think so either. Okay, you're right. She's only in tour. Wow. Yet. 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 Um, this Lenny is... Koopa. All the Koopalings are in the Mario Kart 8. Really? Okay. Yes, all of them. Oh, that's a lot. Yes. Um, this is a preview of our new podcast. I would... I, I, like, I'm kind of into this. If I wish I had planned this out better because I think this would have been a fun game if I had figured out the things ahead of time. Uh, anyway, Star Ocean, the second story, R. Awesome. I love this game. Yeah? Yeah, I really liked this game when it came out originally. I played so much. I did so much cooking. I became an expert. I think that was the second one. There's so much crafting. Jeez, you're making it sound good. It was good, and the story was good. The music's really good. Have you guys played this one? No, I haven't played any Star Ocean anything. Oh. I and also, it looked too. to me like, you know... Star Ocean looks like a lot of other JRPGs, and I was like, oh, JRPG. Um, I don't, I mean, you're probably right that it's like a lot of other games, but when I played it back in the day, it did seem new. Like, it seemed like a different setting and a different, like, tone to some When you say you did a lot of cooking, yeah, that makes me want to play this. Yeah, there's all different, like, professions or different things you can do. I'm pretty okay. sure I'm talking about the second one. Maybe, probably play the third this. one as well. Um, but yeah, I I just spent a lot of time on crafting. And the story was good, too. <laughs> well, okay, then. And it's cool that they, they, like, it looks like the same characters, like the old-fashioned-looking, you know, sprites. Mm. Um, and then, like, updated backgrounds and stuff, which is interesting. Yeah, it's doing the HT2D thing, but in a completely different direction. Yeah. Where instead of trying to make, like, creating 3D environments that passes 2D in the right angle, Mm. 
it's just completely like polygonal environments, but you still have the sprites running around them. That's cool. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the battling in the original, and it looks like it's pretty cool this in this one too. Is it pretty faithful to the original? I don't. I I've never played a Star Ocean. It's it definitely like it definitely felt the same. Like it gave me that feeling of nostalgia. Okay. Um, like the music is, was the same. It was just like updated, which is also cool. It's not like they went and they're like completely remaking the combat or anything. It's like no, this is still the same so. game. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I I'm not like super detail oriented, and <laughs> but it seemed it seemed faithful to me. I you don't could know tell what they may have changed. You could tell us anything, and neither of us have played this game. So, <laughs> cool. Uh, now I want to circle back to something that you said earlier, Zach, which was WarioWare. Move it. Yeah. Uh, they they the transition out of the WarioWare to the next thing feels like they shaved off. Oh, like several seconds in each direction of that transition it was really weird looking oh sorry is this also the one where i thought that this one was over and they were introducing a new game but then it was the same one again it was still warrior i think there's Uh, just so many mini games that it felt like they all kind of looked different and i thought we were introducing a new game no i i seem to recall noticing like a weird almost lull where it seemed like they were doing a transition Mm. yeah uh, I went. Yeah, someone dropped the ball editing the Warrior Wear Move It thing. <laughs> yeah, which is you know what I'll forgive them though because uh, this looks great. Looks. I mean, I'm not a Warrior Wear connoisseur. I played a lot of the original Warrior Wear, mm. and then played a lot of the Wii Warrior Wear, which this is mostly ripping on or riffing on. It, this is mostly in tune with that. That's what that. There's the words. Um, and then basically nothing else. So like when you are going to do another one that's like that, I'm like, oh, that looks fun. Yeah. It has the spirit of WarioWare. Yeah. Which is a cool spirit. This is, this is a fun thing to subject people to is what it is. And it has party mode. Yes. It's already a party, even without party mode. Oh, okay. So Uh. it's even more of a party. Um, when I saw the party mode for this, I was like, oh, that reminds me. Zach, do you remember when I designed Mario Party to play via Roll20? Not specifically. It, was, it wasn't called, I didn't call it Mario Party. It was called <gasps> yes. Space Friends. Yes, I do remember this. I wish I had worked more on that to have a like in-person Mario Party, so to speak. Um Space Friends. Hey, if you're listening to this, remind me to like talk about Space Friends because it was a cool idea and it almost worked. Yeah, it it, it did almost work. Anyway, um, it's time to talk about Nintendo Live 2023. I didn't predict this one. <laughs> <laughs> now, was there a Nintendo Live 2022? I think so. Okay. Is that where they were getting that footage, or was that footage from other events? It's, uh, I don't know anything about this. I don't really care about this. This is just <laughs> them announcing that they're going to have a show at PAX. Mm. It, ah, okay. Which, which I guess is because they... I, I, I don't believe that Nintendo was at fake E3 this year at all, so this is them saying, look, we're just going to go down this down to PAX. It's 
much closer for us here because mm. we're up in the Seattle area. So we're just going to do that. That's that's our pack. That's our E3. Come get it. Okay. Guys, before we go on to the next game, there's something that wasn't covered in the direct that I think is like uh, diagnostic to the direct. Oh, yes. There is consideration. And so I want you to... Um, I want us to all react at the same time to this video I've never seen. I'm sending you the link. Do you have it? Try and pause at the very beginning so that we can all. Oh, I have watch not watched it. this yet. I'm very excited. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get there. Oh, gosh. So okay. I don't know if you guys are industry insiders, but I got an email from Nintendo. And <laughs> they explained. We invited 16 content creators from around the world oh, to no. Tokyo, Japan for some hilarious horsing around in Everybody One Two Switch. Wow. Here's what happened. And so we're going to save you the time of watching this video by reacting to it live. Wow. You guys ready? Yeah. I am ready. Okay. One, two, three, go. Switch. Tokyo, May 2023. That's the same thing I just said. So they're in Tokyo. Very mild themes. And they're it's a gonna... really big room for 16 people. Yeah. <laughs> they might have invited more than 16. Uh, and so they're all trying to blow up a balloon. And they're acting as excited as they can about this very simple carnival game concept. And now they're running in place. That man and is again, wearing a tuxedo for no reason? Because he's a content creator. I see. <laughs> and then... Yeah, I, wow. I see why they invited content creators. Because these people are professionals at being really excited about something. Oh, I hate this. Anything. There's a guy with a horse mask on. They don't seem as excited about this guy. <laughs> what year was that when horse masks were a thing? Like 2013? Mm, possibly. Uh, so they're doing mini games. It's like uh, it's almost like a WarioWare thing where you this do a mini. This is straight game. up a WarioWare thing on the Wii. U. In a ball. Yeah. Why did they fly them out to Tokyo to play to do this? They didn't need to. Why? Why? Why are they in Tokyo for this? So they can control the situation. So that they, you know, no one gets out without agreeing to cover this game the correct way. Oh. Oh, wait, there's more people. Oh, they're definitely surprised that was not a thing they already knew about. <laughs> Everybody, one, two, switch, they scream. And so is the, like, is the premise that, yeah, okay, a lot of people can join on their phone. So you can have a room full of people that are all doing something on their phones and playing together. And yeah, I guess if you have a lot of friends who get together in person, then this is a thing. Like when they said anyone can... <laughs> when they said that like anyone can join in on their phone, I thought, oh, this is a ripoff of the Jackbox, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is clearly for in-person. Or is it? Could you do this... In other locations? Almost certainly not. <laughs> or maybe you could. I don't know. No, because everyone has to be looking at the same screen. 
What on earth? Huh. It definitely doesn't have the quirkiness of a WarioWare type title. What are you talking about? There's a guy with a horse mask. It's the quirkiest it's thing. It's so, like, smoothed edges. He's got that big carrot in his pocket, and my cat has one of those. It's full of cat. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. He loves it. That's a little secret reference, an inside joke for your cat. Yeah. Um, that, okay. Uh, I So, yeah, that's the one that they chose not to show off at the direct. I noticed. And I got that email. I... Did you guys get an email about this thing? No. Not that I noticed. Oh, okay. Um, what am I... like? Is it Nintendo of Australia that is making these decisions? Um, <laughs> yeah, I got the email from Nintendo Australia and New Zealand. Um, they, they sent me this email right before the Direct. Um, and I was like, oh, well, this means that they don't want to put it in the Direct. And Zach, you were saying that this was finished for years and they didn't re release it that was what i read is that this game has been done for some time but tested so poorly internally that they didn't want to put it out because they thought mm. it would damage the brand well depending <laughs> on I... the timeline it might be like here's a game where you put lots of people together in a room mm, good plan yeah hmm <laughs> still i think there's <laughs> it doesn't other look good aesthetic choices that uh, they should have reconsidered at some point. I want to believe that the the horse mask choice was very timely. In, like, they finished this game in 2013, before there was a Nintendo Switch, and certainly the first everybody Switch went to Switch game. Um, and they were sitting on it until... Uh, you know what? I can't make this work. Let's move on <laughs> to the end of the Direct, where finally we get some Zelda news. That's right. And Zach and I were both really sure that, uh, or, okay, I want to play out the timeline. Zach, you said there's going to be Zelda DLC. I said, I think it's too early for Zelda DLC. The game hasn't been out long enough for them to try and, like, pick up the tail. I think that Zelda has a long enough tail, that's a term, uh, that <laughs> they will want to wait to announce DLC until sales drop off. And, but then I thought about it and I said, no, what they're going to do is announce that there will be DLC. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But then you said something that made even more sense, which was that there would be, you know, white text on black Zelda DLC is coming with Cass's theme playing softly in the background. Yep. Um, which like everyone who's played Tears of the Kingdom knows that Cass is conspicuously absent and just the juiciest fruit ready to be plucked for DLC purposes. Instead, the every they surprised everybody by announcing that there will be two amiibo. <laughs> I still think the cast thing will happen, but like six months from now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They put Ganondorf and Zelda on an amiibo. Yeah. Can they go back and do... They've done a lot of Zelda amiibo. Can they go back and do other Ganondorf amiibo? I guess they have. Okay, let me think. Hold on. No, you the want, only... like, Wind Waker Ganondorf? I want a amiibo? Wind Waker Ganondorf amiibo. That'd be sick. Yeah, me hmm. too. If they put, uh, if they put, you know, Wind Waker HD on the Switch, then they could do that. Never gonna happen. Why not? I don't know. I'm just being spiteful. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I I would expect you to say that the reason they won't put Wind Waker HD on the Switch is because it's already on the Switch. Is it? Wait. Because your thing is thinking that things are already <laughs> on the Switch. Oh, it is. I forgot that bit already. But it's but Wind Waker HD is not on the Switch. But it should be. Anyway, one last thing. And this was very good from a uh, perspective of, like, our predictions. Because you said the scuttlebutt is a new Mario thing. Not Odyssey 2, but maybe something in the 2D platformer space. Yeah. And I... I don't know how much I was being sincere or how much I was just trying to contradict you with my prediction so that one of us could be right and one of us could be wrong. But I said, there's going to be no Mario stuff in this direct. <laughs> and um, because they did Mario RPG, um, Princess Thing, and um, Luigi's Mansion, I was like, well, we're done talking about Mario. So they played us expertly or they played me mm-hmm. expertly. There was no way I would have predicted that they would announce Mario. I mean, Super Mario Brothers. Try PCP for the Switch. I I the the name is weird because it's Super Mario Brothers Wonder and not just yeah. Super Mario yeah. Wonder. Does that mean that Mario <laughs> Brothers is the title for two D platformers? I guess so. Oh yeah. Uh, this I, I think neat. it's an awkward title. I don't yeah. like saying Brothers Wonder, but okay. Um, it does look neat. I like that they have they figured out that Mario is best when like a bunch of weird stuff is allowed to happen. Hmm. And if you lean into that weird stuff, it's kind of like the um, Mickey Mouse shorts that uh, Disney started doing in like 2019, I want to say. Yeah. Where they, you know, it's Mickey Mouse being Mickey Mouse, but they are allowed to do really goofy jokes and like (laughs) strain. Oh, haha, good. That was on purpose. Um, Like very strange, uh, inventive animation stuff Um, and be weird in a way that Mickey wasn't always weird. Uh, But. Mickey can be weird, and Mario, his twin brother, can also be weird. Yeah, this has a very strong visual identity, um, and I bet it'll be really fun to play. I think I skipped too many Mario games, because this was very far from what I was expecting from a Mario game. Um, I know there's been a lot of weird stuff I missed, but this was a lot (laughs) of weird stuff. It was very chaotic. This is especially weird. Yeah. And, like, do in the games that I skipped... Are there like talking? Is there talking? Are no. There... Th- that was that's a new wild. thing for this. And but I can see why they do that uh-huh. to have some like if your whole thing is going to be we're going to do the strangest stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be completely unpredictable. It's really good to have a character in the form of a talking megaphone flower <laughs> who can say that's normal or that like tell you uh, how to react. I think I, that's a smart move. I I found it a little bullying. Like, mm. wow, look at this. Look how amazing. And I, I just want to feel the way I feel, you know? Ah, well, you're smart. <laughs> not for, you're a core gamer, so you want to stick to 
Mario Sunshine, Mario Odyssey. That's my gamer type. Yeah. Mm. I'm the underground gamer type. Mm. Oh, you want to play 1-2 or what do you want to? <laughs> That's right. Caves. Okay. It's all about caves. See? Okay. What's my gamer type? Mm. Uh, recreational. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like most of us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're in good, I don't in have good... a problem. You're in good company. I game at parties, <laughs> socially. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. That's all. That's, that's oh, all wait, no. Hey, uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder is in the like new Super Mario Brothers style where there's a local multiplayer, bunch of little Marios running around on the screen, but it's Mario and Luigi and Princess and Toad and Daisy. Yeah, that's mm. nice. Yeah, that's and nice. I think Yoshi as an independently playable person. I wasn't able to tell for sure, but mm. that's cool. Like I, I think by the time we find out more about this, it might be the kind of thing where you can unlock twenty or thirty different little dudes to run around with. I think they're well positioned for that sort of thing, and then we'll finally get to play as Fungi Kong. Finally. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It looks cute, and I don't really need to know any more about it. Yeah. Uh, though I will probably wait to get it until it's, like, slightly cheaper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, until the next Direct, or until the next time I want to force my friends to do a podcast with me, this has been Us. This just an urgent news bulletin. It turns out that Madema Bakaru, the Goemon spiritual successor, is by good feel. Which means I got another prediction right. Woo!